0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Climbing Destinations Podcast. I'm Amit, your host, and I'm super excited for this one because of the area we are discovering and the guest we are that is taking us through this area. So, our guest today is Bernd Tsangel, and uh, the place we're discovering is Rakcham. Rakcham is a tiny village that sounds like a paradise in the Indian Himalayas that Berndt has been developing for the last 13 years. Now Berndt is a professional climber and a legend of our sport and he's one of the greatest greatest boulderers of all time. With so many notable ascents, there are too many, uh, including a very famous one which is the second ascent of the the first V15 or 8C in the world, uh, Dreamtime. He developed areas all around the world and has been and seen a lot of climbing. So to hear him so excited about an area really got me psyched. <laughs> and besides all of that, he's just a great person, and the conversation felt like I was talking to an old friend. And his love for climbing is just amazing to experience. And we weren't I wasn't around him because it was like a zoom call but yeah just his experience to be around is soothing and it just uh, has this really nice character and uh, yeah I was uh, high for a couple of days after this chat. <laughs> Ragcham itself sounds like a paradise and we talked about the village itself, how Bern got there for the first time, what's happening today with the development And the beautiful and super interesting types of granite in the valley, his favorite sectors which I couldn't get from him because he said it's all amazing, (laughs) Uh, we talked about the food and uh, really a lot of really great stuff. I will just let you enjoy it, Ben's descriptions are so great and you can really imagine the beauty of Rakjam from his words and it's uh, awesome. Uh, The beginning I I mentioned is injury, we didn't get into that, but if you want more, uh, they were talking about that in the Nugget Climbing podcast, a really good episode with Burnt, really recommended, and they were uh, going deep into his uh, injury. Basically, really short, so you have an understanding of what happened. In 2015, he had a really bad fall, he landed straight on his back on a crash pad, But eventually it led to a problem with his nerves and his right hand. And he basically lost the ability to use his right hand. And we're talking about one of the best climbers in the world. Specialists told him that he will never be able to climb again. And with a lot of hard work, uh, mainly mentally, uh, a lot of meditation and more. 489 days later, he managed uh, to Climb back to his hardest level and send an 8C+ uh, boulder he called uh, "Into the Sun." So that's a great and amazing story, and um, yeah, so I just wanted to give you that. Before we start, uh, the sponsor of today is the Climbing Pill uh, Trading plot- Platform. It's an amazing app by Ofer Blutreich, a professional climber, a coach, a physio. In this platform and app, you have 24/7. Uh, code support a bot that reminds you what the training you need to do every day i'm using it for the last couple of months and i'm seeing improvements and it's awesome if you want uh, to check it out and get 20 percent off your first month of training go to climbingpeel.com and at uh, checkout cdp24 cdp as in climbing destinations podcast if you want to help out in uh, in some other ways so you can check out and join the Patreon for $5 a month. It really helps a lot. And I will thank you forever. <laughs> Besides that, you can uh, yeah check out the website. There are other deals and collaborations and some cool stuff. So yeah, thanks a lot for being here. I really hope and I, yeah, I'm sure you're going to enjoy this episode. It's a great one. And I'll see you on the other side. Ciao for now. Hello Bernd. Welcome.
1: <laughs> Hello, Amit. Hello. Nice to see you finally. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you too. Thank you so much for being here, man.
1: How are you? Oh, I'm fine. I'm I'm back actually from the Himala since one, two months, and I'm already missing Raksham. So I'm thinking about going <laughs> in spring also this year. So let's see. But uh, I'm doing well, I'm healthy and uh feeling good. That's important.
0: Nice. Are you, have you been climbing today? Uh, no,
1: today, no, today I was working at home to business, a little stretching and uh, meditation. I did some rest day activities and I, I climbed on the weekend or t- trained. Actually we have a very changeable weather right now. So, and I, I noticed coming back from India that I'm most psyched for my projects in India. So I'm. I think I keep on training for India again. <laughs> oh, nice.
0: <laughs> you, yeah, I saw, I heard, I told you before, I heard the, the podcast you did with the Nugget with Steven. And uh, yeah, it seems like there is an endless amount of projects over there in India.
1: Yeah, well, I think it's really endless. Like, I'm, I'm there now for 13 years and uh, I was running. 13. Up- Thirteen years, thirteen times I I fly to India now, and uh, normally, like let's let's take magic wood. You you know the place in a few days. Balboaona takes you maybe a week, but then you have seen it. And fuck, I'm running around there since thirteen years or or three years. I lived already in the village, and I, I still find new stuff. And I did not even develop some places where we know, knew we can do so we, we try to keep it in sectors and places and slowly spread out but uh, i did not see all the rocks in this valley yet no this is it's so huge wow <laughs> wow
0: <laughs> that's crazy uh amazing i'm i'm excited to to dive deeper into that and yeah. to go like really into the climbing and stuff uh, before we get going so like can you uh Tell us a bit about yourself and, uh, yeah, yourself as a person, as a climber,
1: yeah, uh, where you are now, and, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah my name is Dan Zangal. Uh, I'm bouldering now for 25 years, and actually, I'm a professional climber since more than 20 years now, it's pretty crazy. Uh, <laughs> I came from Tirol, started alpine climbing, sports climbing. I, t- I tried out a lot of stuff, but uh, in 99, I went bouldering the first time and it totally hit me. <laughs> and so I'm still bouldering, but uh, I notice now with age, I also look at the uh, longer lines and some routes and even in the mountains. But uh, as long as uh, you are fit for bouldering, uh, it seems like uh, my projects, I still have so many projects to do, uh, I'm stuck there. <laughs> yeah, what is Elsa telling about me? Oh, I just love climbing and mountains and nature. And I think I was in a very lucky time to start bouldering. And because back in the days, uh, people did not know anything about bouldering. Like all my friends even looked at me, what is this guy doing now? He's he's suddenly <laughs> afraid of rope climbing or afraid of the height <laughs> while he's playing around on these little rocks. But uh, on these little rocks, I found my true passion in climbing, I must say. And I still do, I, I just love it. And when you have a lot of rocks, you always see lines and stuff. And it's a never ending story. Amazing. Amazing. And uh, at the moment you are in Switzerland at uh, at your home. Yeah, right now I'm in Switzerland, like I live, uh, it's two hours to Picino. It's not so far away, Mm -hmm. and have some spots around. But the weather is very changeable right now, and so it's only winter time. Normally, I stay in Ticino, but this year I must. I will see what I'm gonna do.
0: Nice, super nice. And uh, going back to your last point that you, I just heard you were saying in a different podcast in the other one, (laughs) that you have the stronger, the strongest fingers. You ever had,
1: is it still the case, you feel like? Uh, no, I, it's really crazy. Like I think I have the strongest finger ever in my life right now. And, uh, that's, also, amazing. that's pretty crazy, uh, but also my body is right now in a very, yeah, unbelievable shape. Like I did now projects this, uh, like in December I did boulders. I tried together with strong climbers four years back. Like they are way stronger than me. They couldn't mm-hmm. do it, me too. And, uh, in December I finished a lot of hard stuff. I tried four years ago wow. and uh, there was Giuliano and Melissa with me back then. And they also played around or Giuliano tried some of these. So it's kind of cool with the age to finish this <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, the age is nothing, man. It's <laughs> not, yeah, no, that's make an interesting point for talking too. Like I had this bad, inc- uh, accident in 2015, yeah. with, with this not, this shoulder was, this hand was not working anymore. Yeah. And all the doctors and specialists in Europe told me also, I will never do hard climbing again. So I do. And so it's the same for me. Why should age be a big problem? Uh, if you That's... believe in the decay of your body, it will come for sure very quicker. Uh, of course we, our bodies will gone, will be finished one time, but, uh, I think, uh, it's a lot of, uh, in the mind, yeah. And I yeah, now seeing yeah, this I, power or c- holding crimps. I couldn't hold on five years before. Uh, it's pretty cool. I totally agree. <laughs> it also
0: makes sense because tendons get stronger, no? Only like they only get stronger yeah, with time. Yeah. So
1: like, yeah, it makes sense. No, it <laughs> makes sense. And it seems like the body, like. I'm, I'm, we do lots to, maybe it's also cool from our side because we did not have so special trainings when we started bowling. Like we, we just, our training was climbing as much as possible. There was no, no replica or, or training or preparing for the project as it's nowadays normal. So I, I just started training with my accident in 2015. I got a little bit deeper into this methodic stuff. And, uh, so I, I adapted that now and, uh, playing around with it and now it's, uh, I'm psyched for some more stuff to try hard. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. That's so, so good to hear.
0: Yeah. Your, uh, accident and the recovery from the accident. It's, it's an amazing story. I'm like. I literally like listened to it yesterday in you know yeah. preparation for this. Uh, cooking in my kitchen and I was like my jaw my jaw just dropped. I was like wow that's that's amazing. And I told you before like my wife is into meditation. She's a meditation teacher. So I've yeah. I am I know you know I heard about stories, but I know about stories of monks. I know about stories of but like hearing a, you know a climber hearing a person you know I know. A, uh, yeah, it's
1: amazing. So <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. It would be, no, I, I, sometimes people still ask and I try to explain what I did. Uh, but yeah, that's another podcast topic probably the whole It's time. another
0: podcast. <laughs> but, uh, believe yeah.
1: in the impossible or, or, let's say for Jesus, yeah. everything is possible. I know, yeah. And we are just a <laughs> little small.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I, I will uh, link to that podcast with you, with uh, the Nugget Climbing and Steven. And whoever listened, watch uh, listen to that as well after you finish this uh, episode. We do with <laughs> the it's climbing, really good. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So let's dive deep uh, into, first of all, you were saying you're bouldering. So you're a boulderer for 25 years, uh, one of the yeah, greatest of the sport, we can say. Nowadays, you like only boulder, you sport climbing as well, tread or?
1: Uh, actually right now I only boulder, but I have, uh, I have some sport climbing. I bolted some routes and I'm looking for my next tread line, but I, I must find it first, I must say, like I'm motivated to do one tread again, but for me, it's always, I must find a line first, which totally uh, kicks in and then I'm going for it. Like the last one I did in code is uh Grenzenlos, that was really amazing for me and, and the line is so good. So I'm looking for something similar, good or the the quality must be good. And, uh, I didn't find it yet, but, uh, yeah, like a mix of bouldering and into threads or like a hard, hard boulders and then a little bigger top out on some nuts or whatever, uh, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I hope I can do, I will find. <laughs> but the nice. main, but main focus was still uh, bouldering now in Raksham to finish it's hard to say the last project, but uh it, because it's never the last. But some stuff I work on for many years I maybe I can finish it or hopefully other people come and help me to finish the projects in Raksham. Nice. Nice, nice. Your your heart will always be with bouldering. Yeah, I think so. Mountains and bouldering. Like it's really, I love the mountains and just being there. And, uh, in bouldering, I have right now most fun and it's the most, yeah, the nicest way of moving on rocks right now. Yeah. Nice. Okay.
0: Thanks for the, for the intro. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, dive into jump. So can you give us like an introduction about jump? maybe how did you find it? Uh, where it is? Uh, yeah, whatever, you know, just uh,
1: go with it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think it's too much to tell the whole story, but Raksham is a little yeah. village. <laughs> it's a little village uh, in the northern India, in the Himalayas, on the border to Tibet, actually. Uh, when you go further, you come to Kinaur, and then it's all of you go to speak to, But it's like, let's say, uh, 600 kilometers north from Delhi, roughly. And I I found this place through a old picture I found in a, I saw a black and white picture in the, in a guidebook from the 1950s, like one of the first tracking books from an English guy. And uh, he had a photo, a black and white picture of the valley. And there I actually saw like the big walls and uh, I <laughs> thought, okay, if there are so big walls there, there must be boulders on the ground and then I really I convinced Elisheville and Fred Nicole, when we were in (laughs) India to, okay, guy, let's drive there and search it and have a look if it's, if there is something on the ground and they drove with me (laughs) and uh, we found uh, the climbing paradise in the Himalaya, I think, because I I traveled many more valleys and places in India and I'm sure in the Himalayas you will find many more places to boulder, but uh, the concentration of rock in this valley is, it's mind blowing. I don't know this. I didn't see any similar oh. valley in the Himalayas yet. And, uh, you, you are in the, the village 3000 meter above the sea level. You wake up here yeah. the five and 6,000 meter peaks around you. It's a really tale country. And when I have breakfast, I see already my projects on the other side of the valley or yeah. in, in any direction you look. You see rocks and boulders and walls and cliffs. It's, uh, it's wow. a very good place. <laughs> <laughs> the Shangri-La. Yeah, that's, you it's, it's really the Shangri-La and maybe it's interesting at the beginning, like now we have, because I'm working on the top now, we have around 600 boulders and maybe if a it. dozen tread climbs and a dozen sport climbs. But uh, in the climbing, there's still so much potential. So we'll, let's see the next years, if somebody psyched or we are, are am also motivated to board some new stuff or look for tread lines. So this is what we have now. It's of 16 sectors around Draksham. And in these 16 sectors, we have 600 lines now, yeah. Oh, that's a lot.
0: Amazing. And uh, just to know, like to give a perspective, when was this story that you went with Fred to there, that,
1: that was in, uh, April, 2010. Wow. <laughs> okay. Now, 2010, we were the first time there. And, uh, we, t- next year we came already back with Eli Fred and we started developing it and, um, I came back again and then, then we're, we already started what to do, like, uh, should we publish stuff? Should we make news and, mm-hmm. but, uh we decided at the beginning not to make news because, because of the potential actually, I think, or as I was saying, uh, I'm not sure if I said to Nugget Climbing Uh at Steve. Maybe I was too egoistic, but uh we just wanted to keep it for ourselves because we, I really thought we need a plan from the beginning and we discussed five, six, seven years, should we publish it, should we not, what should we do? And. Yeah, many, many talks till finally 2020, we decided, okay, uh, we're gonna publish it and make it in a good way. And we try to do our best because it's, it's also a cool project for the local people living in the area. It's super cool. Yeah. For them, it could be really interesting project and tourism will come anyway, and climbers will come in the future in these areas. So. It's cool when it's prepared, I think, and the locals know what can happen and what they can do. Because when you look then to Nepal or places, the, the locals have been run down from all the tourists and now yeah. hundred 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 years later, now they they make profits and it's a business, but uh, the last 50, 70 years, the local people in Nepal, they did not have much from the tourists at the shop a little bit, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's true. So it's like now with DEO, with this project, it's kind of getting them a little bit
1: prepared before it's coming, no? Or something like this. Yeah. Yeah. We, I told them what is important and also from what is important for us, like we learned from not mistakes, like what we did in Magic Wood, like when we published Magic Wood, we did not think that it's going to be such a hype, that it's going to be one of the most popular places of the future. Uh, but uh, also there have been other people involved later who could have brought better changes in magic. And when you see the nature around Rakshawn, these forests but this is really. You have never seen forests like that. Like there are six, seven, eight different types of trees and all the grass and then the moss. It's yeah. it's a fairy tale country. Like it's so beautiful. Yeah. I thought, oh, if if this is fucked because of me then I I have a problem. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> yeah. And so uh I, I was really lucky that I found uh, younger people than in Raksham who are had interest in climbing and uh they always told me damn bring more tourists, bring more tourists. And I told them, Yeah, how much yeah. you want, huh? And just imagine this <laughs> village the village center has uh six hundred people. And just imagine yeah. hundreds climbers are running around in the village and and it must, up there, you must make a little plan that uh, that the village and the climbing can grow at the same time. And, uh, and actually we set it up for the future, we set it up for the future climbing tourism. Yeah. Because we hopefully don't get problems in future that places are getting closed or that you have to close sectors or that, that it's suddenly forbidden. Because we we put up some rules and we hope that people stick to them or people are just are responsible and have respect, I think then they have no problem. And if there would be too many people, the village can say, okay, now let's say that there's a hundred, 150 climbers and it's a bit too much for them. Then they can say, okay, now it's stopped. Yeah, they can make a break and say, okay. Now this is full everything. It makes no sense, like, that you would put 500 people into this forest. It's, um, yeah, 300 is enough, I think.
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's a, it's a beautiful thing what you, like this project and, and the way, like you say, that you kind of prepare it. And I feel it's something that climbing tourism can happen, you know, in, in other places and around the world. In a sustainable way, like you're saying, like uh, I spent yeah. time before the Petzl Rock Petzl Rock trip in Manika in Greece, for example. Yeah. And they have been doing, obviously, a Petzl Rock trip is going to, it's like putting it on ecstasy, but um, but they they were taking some young locals and teaching them rescue work, you know, and, uh, and preparing actually before. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's 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 cool, so it's yeah it's cool that Petzl also goes this direction. They did different years before, and now because it was also idea bring a Petzl rocket to India, to oh, but that uh, we didn't
0: do. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? Maybe yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh, interesting. <laughs> No, it was, it was cool. It was cool. And, uh, yeah, it's like uh, putting it
1: on, you know, like, uh, yeah, superpowers. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, at my, at one point, I think the, the Indian climbing scene is also growing very quickly now and uh, they're really motivated. They have gyms now in Delhi and some other parts and, uh, the real, really young, motivated climbing scene. And, uh, also for them, I think Raksham is the place to learn bouldering. And and to develop, it's because uh, maybe I should say if, like the 600 boulders, it's from 5A to 8C. And uh, mm-hmm. there's also a lot of easy things. Like people always, people have been afraid of going there because they think it's only hard stuff. But that's not yeah. possible. Like <laughs> we we always made like sectors. I look for my hard project but there are always easier boulders for my friends and warm ups. Like the same what we did in Magic Wood and other places, like always make little sectors, so maybe we have 200 boulders from 8a upwards, 200 boulders in the middle, and uh, you can start climbing in Raksham and you will find a lot of boulders just to to try the sport. Nice. That's great. Uh, Really,
0: what's the, like, how is it today? Um, Do you have, like, since you... You published it and stuff. Like, do you see climbers there or what's the status? Like, how is it now?
1: Uh, since we made this movie, it's slowly, slowly growing, but yeah, like, but super interesting, lovely people came. So everybody who, who came to Raksham, they loved the project. They loved the film and the valley. So all people, I must say, I was so amazed. That uh, to see so many young, motivated climber, which totally respect what's going on and uh, help developing the place, actually. Like they all came and Oh, can we help you? And how can we do? So we had people now from South America, South Africa, Kazakhstan, and a cool crew from Copenhagen. With, uh, <laughs> Ander, uh, Anders and his friends, like they, he was in our know, second time. And this year was Nikki Cheria. Like uh, some other climbers mm. from Tirol, like actually also some famous mountain climbers have been there with me also, but they went to the big mountain. To the so, peaks, yeah. Yeah. So this year we had maybe, maybe 15 people, 20 people uh, all, all mm-hmm. together. So it's uh, still small, and slowly growing. Wow.
0: Nice. Yeah. And I, I hope, and yeah, I hope it's like attracting the right kind of people, and uh, yeah, like podcasts like this, and the movie, and the stuff that you do will yeah will really attract the right people and continue, you know, to to develop it in
1: respectful way. Yeah, I I think we're gonna hear the right people will hear it. Coming. <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> uh, let's get some more like uh, logistic stuff and then go into the climbing. So mm-hmm. I heard the how to get there. Can you tell us uh, how, if it changed and stuff, because Mm. it
1: sounded like pretty crazy. Yeah, but yeah, it's a longer mark. Like for me, it takes from Switzerland to Delhi, seven hours flight. And then Mm. you have two options you can make, but when you go to Raksham, you should have like three weeks time, I think, to really enjoy the climbing. My girlfriend came once for two weeks. But, uh, in these two weeks, you have done three, four travel days. So I think three weeks would be a good time for Raksham to go there. Uh, and you can fly to Delhi and already like there are many options to go. You can have a pickup taxi there, which takes you directly from the airport. And if you are really a tough guy, you can travel in 20 hours, 80 hours Ooh. directly to Raksham. <laughs> I did it oh last year. It was 27 round <laughs> trip from door to door. It was a bit too Ooh. hard <laughs> in my age. Like it was really crazy, but it's possible. But uh, I would okay. my, once you're landing in India, I would travel. Uh, I would travel either by night bus or by train, which is uh, because the traveling into the Himalayas is also part of of the travels. It's not when you're yeah, in Raksha with the rock. It's really cool to go from the flatlands into the Himalayas, and uh, after six yeah. hours, it starts like getting hilly, like rounded, and it's really cool experience. I think to travel into the Himalayas. So, yeah, if you take it really easy, it takes you two days from Delhi. So like eight hours to Shimla. Shimla is like a mountain city, and from there, it's another eight hours. Then you're there. And, uh, nice. I think the, the roads, people are a bit afraid of roads because, uh, because of the, I think because of the internet and all these videos, you see the dangerous roads in the world and all this bullshit there. If you get over the road, then it's really a trouble, but, uh, I've never seen big travels in the last 13 years. Like the taxi drivers <laughs> know yeah. how to drive the Indian people. They are really, they know how to drive a car. And, yeah. uh, this, this year I yeah. drove myself. It's not so wild. And actually really, day, yeah, yeah. No, it is fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, like in 2010, getting there was really a wild, epic, cheap ride. Like we, we were close to give it up, but I forced and forced to keep my friends motivated to be in Drakshan, but now. Now most of the roads are actually paved. It's a good road. Like uh, okay. India is developing very very quickly, and so nearly, yeah. Let's say eighty percent of the road is paved, and the last part is maybe sometimes a bit tricky. So Delhi, Delhi yeah. Shimla or uh, Delhi Shimla are two days. Nice, and,
0: and the, enjoy the enjoy the road,
1: like enjoy the travel. Yeah, try to travel. Like, if you have time, you could even take a train to Shimla. It's like one of the oldest uh, railway stations, uh, railway traps in India. It's more than 120 years old, and it's really like an old train driving up. Like with kids, I would do that. I would rent a a whole box and then enjoy the the ride into the mountains. A lot of times, they stop. You get food, you can drink. Uh, Then you are in Shimla. Then you spend the nights there and then the next day you reach Raksham. And then from Shilat it's getting even wilder because then you really see the Himalayas getting big and you drive through these gorges and valleys and these villages. It's amazing. And in Raksham wow. it, it, it opens amazing. up again and it's really, whew, you have a big views.
0: Amazing. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know it's, it's wow. really one of the most beautiful places I travel to well i'm i'm gonna go <laughs> uh
0: after this episode for sure <laughs> uh, and once you are you arrive to Rakcham, you are you're good like you have food i imagine and for europeans it's quite cheap so you eat like yeah. in the local
1: yeah uh, so like you don't need to go out no 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 uh either you uh, we never cook there by by ourselves because yeah. There is a hotel there, the Rakshan, the the Rupin hotel. I stay there since all the time actually. And as one of the (laughs) best, best cooks in North India, like the food is amazing. You don't have to be afraid, like, uh, there I got a a vegetarian because the food was so, so beautiful all the time. So we skipped, I skipped meat 10 years ago then. (laughs) And uh, also there are some local homestays now. Like young people are actually motivated and are hoping that some more tourists are coming. So they opened like uh, homestays, they are a little bit cheaper. The food is a little bit more basic, but also very, very nice. And or just go to the, to the Rupin hotel, because this was the, it's an Indian hotel, it's not like European, but uh, you have (laughs) great food service. You have warm water, you have electricity. Uh, if people would know how comfortable it is, uh, I think people are f- afraid of India a little bit, but, uh, yeah. once the, once you know how comfortable it's up there, like all my friends want to go back, it's like the cook is amazing. Like we eat three times a day there. Like you can, you can yeah. go from Bouldering back to the hotel for a snack or you let them make it oh, wow. take the food. Oh, that's amazing. So food yeah. there is amazing, good, right? Spectacular. <laughs> uh, and also for meat eaters, it's not a problem. People eat meat also in the area. Like you get uh, goat or sheep or no chicken actually is also around. So, and they make everything like the food is amazing. So you don't really need to shop, but you can shop like basic like chocolate and, and bananas and there's not much around in Raksham to shop, but there's another village in the valley. It's called Sangla, it's 20 minutes further down. So there you can, there you can get chocolate and Nutella and then actually can go shopping there, (laughs) some basics and nuts and then all good things.
0: (laughs) Nice. Uh, Really cool. And then the best time to come?
1: Yeah, for for me, I love the fall season, like September, October, November is very beautiful. And it's also the harvesting time of the locals. So there, the fields are all mm-hmm. like, yeah, reddish and green and yellow. It's like, yeah, it's so colorful yeah. that's in September, but it's also nice. I think in May, June, I was, it's a little bit warmer in May, June because the Himalaya sun is pretty strong then, but in the shadows it, it was still good. And in springtime you have all the apple trees are starting to, to, with the white flowers, so the half of the valley is with all these apple trees around. Wow. So it's also very, very wow. beautiful. And for easy climbing or for moderate climbing, I think springtime is also nice, like April and maybe go in April this year, April, May mm-hmm. and T-June. Then in summer it's, in summer, it's mostly rain season, like July, August. Uh, there you will have some rain, I think, but with this, with this weather changes right now, all over the world, it's not just in Europe, yeah. it's also in India, crazy, there the monsoon is a bit tricky to predict now. It's also like some people weather in August now and had a really good season in August, mm. maybe it will rain a day so. or so. But normally fall season, I just had uh, three months and had uh, six rainy after four ring it is in three months and the rest was just everyday Whoa. perfect conditions wow <laughs> yeah now this is really yeah. cool <laughs> and then the winter is like super cold or yeah uh winter i think then it's i looked up last week that minus 20 degrees Woo. Up there. so okay. no when well once winter comes and it comes always a bit later now like in 2010, 11, we, we left Draksham in November already because it was too cold or like freezing. It, actually good temperatures to boil, but minus five, but in the sun it's good. And, uh, the last years I was staying also in November in Raksham because the weather was always good. Um, and it's wow. I make good advertising here. people would know how good the conditions are. It's <laughs> <really>. <laughs> but it's good to more people come. It's like the sun comes at 8.30 in the morning in let's say October, November. Then you have a t-shirt and sit in the sun and have breakfast. Like as soon as sun is here, it's warm. And in the shadows, you have zero and five degrees, like it's perfect. You can go bolder in the shadow and freeze a little bit, then go out to the sun of the forest or, uh, or we have a sunny side we are developing. And now there is sun the whole day till four o'clock afternoon. And when there is sun, it's always warm. And uh, normally you have always sun in October, November. It's a bit like springtime in Africa. Like in the shadow, it's really freezing and in the sun you mm-hmm. can chill. So it's uh, something like that. Wow. Well. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah, until now we are doing a good advertisement. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like yeah. <laughs> searching flights as we speak.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, a, right. it, it's really a uh, amazing place and the climate, it's for sure the main reason I am there because, Europe know, Matichino is also a good season most of the time, but having three months, you can constantly. Go your project. And it's never a question yeah. of the conditions. It's a uh, really yeah. nice to climb. Yeah, Sweet. awesome.
0: Um, okay, so the climbing. So obviously, ninety nine percent is uh, bouldering. Yeah, granite. Yeah. Then I uh, heard you were saying. You are developing tread lines, people are de- like your friends developing yeah. tread lines. Also in the video we have uh, Melissa opening that beautiful aret. So yeah. also sport climbing. Yeah. What's uh, how is it now and what do you think like it will develop in the near future or like in your yeah. mind?
1: What will come? I still have uh, my project. I ported in 2010 and I didn't climb it yet. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe this should come, okay. this should come next. Uh-huh. Uh, but last year we took bolts and a frill machine and everything with us because my friends were so motivated to, there are many cliffs in the valley to, to develop okay. sport climbing in all grades. But uh, it ended, we didn't place one bolt because we were so psyched on the new sector we found. <laughs> so. We brushed, we brushed another 50, 60 new lines last year, like really world-class granite climbing. And the cool thing is you have different kind of granite in the same forest. They must come from different rock falls, or maybe they came with the glacier. It's cool. You have different kind of rocks in the same forest. It's a little bit like magic wood and sometimes a little bit like the Chino. Uh, and some rocks are totally out of the turf the, I don't know where they come from. They must've came with the glacier from somewhere further away because the, the, the features and the rock quality is so unique. So that that's also very interesting in Raksham. And on the south side, you also have completely different rock, more more like Yosemite granite style. And on the north side, it's more like magic wood and uh, Ticino, I would say. That's so cool. Yeah, this is really nice. We are missing sandstone, but um, you can't have everything. But But we want to develop maybe new sectors near the rivers where it's maybe a little bit more polished, so there's also potential for this. We did not do yet so much. Okay. And then
0: in terms of potential, really, it's like you've been there 13, 14 years. And yeah. there is still like loads, loads yeah. to do more.
1: Yeah. I, But we only did the best stuff anyway, like even we, we, we just, we're joking. We have now 16 sectors and, uh, the bits, not far spread out, they go from one to the next, like as you hike, but, uh, when you go now, when I was recently in Chironico and so, or Magic Wood, we also cleaned a lot of, most of the stuff, but. Some little things we did not clean, like I uh, I don't know, everybody has a different view for lions or what he finds this is now worth to clean. Maybe this whole raksham can be one sector, one day, because in between, in every sector, there are a lot of rocks and uh, on the south side, we did not, we only developed little parts yet because I love uh, the shadow side more. Yet, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just by the amount of rocks, which is lying around, there are thousands of boulders more and, uh, wow. if, and this is just around Raksham. Like if you would go half an hour or 45 minutes further, it's another, it's maybe another Raksham in the valley. Wow, and There's a whole wow. rock, rock field. I did, I, I'm hiking there many times. I wouldn't know where to start, but we didn't start yet to brush down there. But uh, that would be, this valley, I don't know, uh, it's too much rock. No, that's, maybe that was the cool thing. This is so big and I, I stay there and I know, okay, I will not see every possible line in my life there. Even when I live there, I think. Wow. Wow. It, that's so crazy. Yeah, no, it's really crazy. And <laughs> you live on 3000 meters, like. Hiking is a little bit more tiring, like you feel maybe the, the oxygen deficit a little bit by hiking, Uh, but in bouldering, it's not really a problem. Maybe, maybe it's a bit tougher to hike to the sectors, but once you're there in bouldering, you don't really feel the the height. In sports climbing... Yeah, I wanted to ask. Yeah. In in sports climbing or on high balls, then it's, then your heart is pumping up. When you're topping out, our sport climbing is like Alex Luger made a tread climb 20 meters, very powerful endurance training. And then that's a it's that's uh, that's good training, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in bouldering, because it's anaerobic, or uh, in bouldering, you don't really feel the difference once you are yeah. chilled and you start on the holes. It's the same like I do in Europe,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. So yeah i was wondering how is it to boulder in 3000 meters but uh yeah yeah no uh so like in bouldering, you don't really feel a deficit All, i don't think i'm i'm weaker there no no you can't be mm-hmm. because bouldering it's uh, actually not using the oxygen anyway yeah but maybe true. when you top out the high ball your heart is a bit more pumping than yeah usually. more pumping yeah
0: but, for especially especially not the uh, first try the
1: boulder that's yeah uh, this you can just uh you don't really <laughs> get tired on that one yeah. <laughs> the one move uh,
0: super hard yeah yeah,
1: it's, yeah but it's uh, i think when you see it this is uh yeah maybe one of the most beautiful lines i for me it's one of the most beautiful lines i ever climbed, and i saw now but i i see now that the bouldering mentality changed now we have all this I love big boulders too, and we also tried to do big boulders, but we had like three pets or maybe four pets, which was a lot, or five pets, which which we never used. But now you need 10 pets mm-hmm. and 15 crash pads in Atchikuta, in Val And I'm like, ah, fuck, 15 pets, or you need a crew. And then you have a first try, you go there with one pet. Uh, it's yeah. so flat, you don't even need one. It's, it's, it's flat yeah. leaves are on the ground. And I have many boulders there or hard stuff I can try with two crash pets. And I now notice I enjoy that uh, very much. Because like this yeah. team team organization and 15 crash pets or 10 cats for the boulders. It's uh yeah, it's a bit tricky.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's
1: yeah. It
0: takes like the I don't know, the simplicity out of it, no? That's the beauty in bouldering, I feel like.
1: Yeah, but no, I think then we lost this anyway because now you have uh, one, what is this former, two wind makers, 10 crash pads and all the different yeah. things yeah, for yeah, your fingers. Yeah, yeah. And it's crazy how much <laughs> luggage, how big the car is nowadays for bouldering. And uh, I'm really yeah. loved the simplicity now. I have, because I was like to cheat a few times and then I was to getting too tired of carrying crash pads and I had three, four pads and alone and I can't really try the borders, so they're not. Uh, <laughs> I go back to India and uh, there's some projects waiting <laughs> for me, I can do with one pad. And uh, so much more where the sport comes from. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. <laughs> so let's say, um, I first of all, I must say, I looked at the website of uh, Rakcham and it's amazing. I don't know if you you. did it or uh, someone i did it with my uh, i did it with
1: my friends yeah
0: yeah so it's it's beautiful and i will uh, link to it and it gives some really good information as well so Ah, that's a first thing but let's say i'm going to rock jam yeah next week so how would you tell me yeah what what should i do how do i start climbing or uh, let's talk after about recommendation for sectors and climbs you like the most.
1: But like, yeah, what do you think? How should I start? Uh, well, if you want to go next week, to take it very simple, just buy a ticket, flight, flight to Delhi. Maybe write those guys on the Rakshan website that you're coming, that somebody is coming, because we right now there's no problem with accommodations. There are mm-hmm. not many, but I think it's good to know that you that if you want to sleep in a, in a hotel or a, a homestay, like these two choices you can make, you can write them and let them know that you are coming. Uh, I think that's that's all. You don't need a permit and an invitation from them. You just really can go to Raksham and the boys are there. So you fly to Delhi. Then I would spend the nights there. Take the night bus, which is the cheapest one. It costs maybe 15 euros to to Rampur or to Shilla. Maybe take the night bus to Rampur, let's say 20 euros maximum. And then, <laughs> then, then I think it's cool to have a taxi from Rampur to, to Rakshan. That's maybe four or five hours drive. Maybe that costs hundred euros or so. You can do it with your local buses too, but the last part is maybe cooler. If you have these hundred euros, I think I would take the taxi from there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, then you should write the email to the boys. You come next week at that time, the, the, taxi is waiting there. Like the boys Mm -hmm. on the, on the Raksham website, they can check you a taxi or can check the accommodation for you and uh, just let Mm -hmm. them know when you are arrived, they will find you. And then it's very easy. Like, a there's no club meeting yet and you don't have to Pay the permit first, and that you are allowed to touch it. When the people know that you are coming, like right now, because it's not uh, not busy, you just can go there. You can go climbing with the boys. They show you the sectors. You make the deal with the permit, and uh, the locals are always very happy when people come and they can climb with other people. So amazing! They enjoy the guiding, and the guiding is just for one two days. Maybe you need it longer. That you find the sectors, the places. My yeah. topo, will, I try to make a really good topo. Now, mm-hmm. but uh, I see people still getting lost in Magic Wood or in Silver Park and other places. So, in this forest, they will get told. People are no people will get so lost in <laughs> Maratka <laughs> <laughs> because so, it's huge. Yeah, it's so huge. It's like three, four Magic Woods in one spot. Wow. So I think minimum, minimum, maybe bigger. So the, the guiding wow. is just required that you find the sectors. The, yeah. the, the look, the local people will show you the trails. It's important that people stay on the trails. And once you are in the sector, uh, the boys up there also know the best folders like they, anyway, they, they will, you, you tell them about roughly which grade or what, if, if you want to try hard or you want to enjoy, they know the places They will bring you to beautiful places to start. Uh, And maybe by end of the year, my guidebook is finished and it should be so good that when you are in the sector, you will will orientate and find all the rest of the boulders in the sector. So the guiding mm -hmm. is really only uh, at the beginning that you find the sectors. It's not, it's not like Hueco tanks that these guys will always stay with you and taking, controlling you. These are local people having fun climbing and yeah yeah that's that's the yeah. idea of the guiding system and when you nice. feel like you know the place and you don't need the guides anymore maybe they join you still for climbing <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice that's a great system it's really really great system
1: Thanks. yeah thank you I, yeah I think it's important to have it like this and yeah there is interaction with the locals already from the beginning. So exactly for them, it's really cool to meet foreigners, people coming from Europe. For them, it's really, like I was the first tourist in Raksham, like people was, wow, what is this guy doing here from Europe? <laughs> and, uh, but people are curious, people are interested in uh, the young people and kids. They mostly talk good English. So with exactly. our English, we come around and uh, yeah, you have already interaction. If you need something, everybody there will help you if you have a question or even when you need to go to the doctor, you tell the Raksham club boys, they will help you. Or you say that the hotel, like yeah. everybody will help you to enjoy the place and uh, that you have the rules and the possibilities you have in the village. Amazing. How about uh, crash beds and yeah, mainly Cra- crash beds? Crash beds, uh, it's good to ha- bring it. Um, I rent out or we rent out a few pets. Like, actually, all the pets which they are renting out are mine there. <laughs> but I <I'm happy. laughs> <Okay. laughs> <laughs> Because, but I will check with Petzl and I will ask Petzl if yeah. they would sponsor some crash pets for Rakshad. Yeah, I, I will uh, tag
0: Petzl yes. <laughs> as well. The... No,
1: we have to, <laughs> which is really
0: be. important. Yeah.
1: They have some yeah, yeah, Petzl actually... crash pets up there. But. Uh, That's true. There are five pets to renting out and well, if I'm there, and somebody needs crash beds, it will not be a problem that you don't yeah. have a crash bed, yeah.
0: but we are looking forward okay.
1: for companies, maybe bring, bring two free pets from companies there, mm. uh, which makes yeah. it easier because it's nice to travel. Maybe you can travel with a little crash bed and then you take a big crash bed there. The renting prices are super cheap. They're not on the website yet how so they should have changed it. But I think it's a euro or two euros. Like it's very, very cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And then
0: so you have already the names of the sectors and stuff like this in
1: your guidebook? Yeah that you're building? Yeah, yeah. No, it's so about... can you
0: share a bit? Yeah. The,
1: the guidebook is pretty finished oh that's Let's amazing see. yeah no it's like this is still, uh, the Shangri-La top <laughs> <Tough> graphic. <laughs> Tough graphic yeah yeah like you see these are my drawings like this but we try yeah. to we have uh, 16 you... sectors now this this is all yeah. my i draw that yeah
0: you're talented not
1: only not only in climbing (laughs) yeah i had time to to draw (laughs) wow but it's pretty cool i think i think it's so well made like these boulders are really one-to-one how they stand in the forest and if somebody has a little clue even some of the trees are right so i think people (laughs) do Just for the for the people,
0: uh, I will put it also on YouTube that part. But uh, just for people to to know, then Bert is now showing me the yeah the drawing uh, of the guidebook, and it's really beautiful. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, so, for example, I... what yeah what uh, your favorite sector
1: and climbs, yeah. or is okay. it too hard to say? Uh, that's a bit too hard to say. But when you because oil said to uh have only amazing stuff. My, one of my favorite places is the Johar's Kitchen. It's named after the best mm-hmm. cook in the area. <laughs> it's Johar, okay. he's, he's a friend of mine and he's the cook in the area. And uh, he's a, a master of cooking. And in the Johar's Kitchen, we have so many different kind of boulders in all styles till, uh, also first tries there, so till 80 mm-hmm. plus, but. All boulders in all grades, even at 6A is super special. So this sector, we don't know, it's, it's in the same forest, like a bit higher than the other sectors, but uh, all different rocks there. But when you come the first time to Raksham, I would go to the paradise sector the first day, or you go to sunny side, I think the first day. Okay. Or you go to roadside, like these three sectors on the first day are very, very nice. Uh, a lot of easy bowlers, like a lot of movements and uh, very crazy scenery around. Nice, amazing. Uh, but would they... you say
0: would you say there is a specific style to jump? in terms of like is it sloppy, uh, crimpy, or or I'd anything
1: really? It's more it's more powerful, uh, crimpy style. We have slope this... problems too, but it's a uh... More powerful climbing. Sunny side has also a lot of sloper and edges and reps. We have okay. a, a whole slab sector, like the paradise sector is cool to start with a lot of slabs and, and, and technical things to get balance. And I think this is cool at the first days to get used to the rock also to get a feeling for the friction, but uh, it's more powerful. Like all the harder bowlers. I think it's mostly finger power and uh, like Simple style, finger power helps. Granite. <laughs> yeah. Granite. Crimps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, also different. Like sometimes there are some black rocks in the forest. We, I don't know why this rock is so black and these are very special. They have really small crimps, like two, three millimeters. They look so thin, but it's all hundred percent solid. Like uh, on these wow. people who like small crimps, they will love Raksham yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. It's, let's say powerful climbing, mostly on crimps. We have some erects, but uh, finger. Po- it's not a not like Fontainebleau, a lot of slope, but it's really okay. Uh, act, active, powerful climbing. Nice. It sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. And, but, uh, and then...
0: everything, o- overhanging and slabs and face and
1: everything. Yeah, what you want? But like very steep overhangs. We have. Uh, Not so many yet, but they're coming, but but the rest is really, you have red slugs, steeper stuff, it's mostly overhanging. And then like there are 200 borders around 6a, 6b, 6c, like this is really in all styles, like a beautiful technical reds, even some super technical slabs, uh, Everything what you find in Switzerland, you find there too, I would say, or what you see Magic Wood, like a little bit Magic Wood and Chino combined together.
0: Mixed, if they had a baby. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah. (laughs) Well, that sounds, that sounds really, really good.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, the rock quality, I think is really. Amazing and also like the tread routes we opened or Alex Luger opened a few, Well, if they would be in Yosemite, they would already be, be polished these these lines there. Yeah? yeah. Perfect finger hand splitters. And there's yeah. a lot of, of of that stuff is a lot of around. We still have to look. Like maybe we should because uh these are these crack boys the white boys <laughs> i should the white boys them. yeah <laughs> i found yeah. some overhanging off with climbing like 15 meters seriously off it, overhanging it looks oh, like man. i will not try it maybe but uh, if somebody who likes that style i show it to them <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i think they would love it <laughs> oh amazing and we have another collaboration coming.
1: Yeah, we can do a lot of collaboration. <laughs> so let's see. And maybe it's also interesting. Uh, all sectors are developed just where you stay in Rakshan, you sleep. It's all me- maximum 35 minutes around Rakshan. In most mm-hmm. sectors, like the first sectors, you reach in five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and like sunny sites, you have to hike 200 meters up, but it's it's one of the most beautiful spots in the valley. Uh, yeah. They take half an hour to, to hike, so. That's also mm-hmm. interesting for people, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: The approach, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, just to sum up your favorites, so it's, um, you'd say, f-
1: Johan Kitchen? Chohar's Kitchen. Joha's Kitchen? Chohals Kitchen. Chohals Kitchen. Yeah, but summing up the favorites, I, every sector is a favorite of mine. It,
0: it cannot be. Okay,
1: okay. No, okay. that's not possible. It cannot be, be. because all okay. sectors, the sectors came, like some sectors we found five years later. Like one of the biggest sectors with the biggest boulders in Raksham, I found. When did I start? Let's see. I I, I check in my map, in my my guidebook when yeah. I found it. Because it, it's in the same forest and in the same forest I found five years later the biggest boulders. Then you can imagine how, wow. how big the trees are. also are. Huge. We yeah. didn't see it from the other side either. And I thought, okay, this sector here is finished. There's nothing coming. And one day I hiked from the other side and suddenly I stay in front of house, house big boulders. And they're in the same forest. So every sector wow. has some... Every sector has special lines in it because one year we more focused on this sector, one year more on this, and this year we got some revivals in some old sectors, redeveloping new stuff. And I actually was able to climb stuff I could not do five or six years back. So (laughs) Nice. It's it's always, it keeps on going.
0: (laughs) Okay. So yeah, so best sectors is impossible because it's, yeah, it's amazing everything. I yeah. I yeah, hearing that from you is like wow. Okay, this place is insane. And then, like, your do you have in mind few favorite lines in whatever grade? Whatever grade. Or it will be.
1: I know. I actually, I look up my top one now, and then I can tell yeah. you. Uh, wait, I look at this now, and I just tell yeah. you what comes <laughs> in my mind. Uh uh-huh. yeah, yeah yeah that's good. Ciao Giovanni, Tengali wall extra long extra strong uh but oh, that is too much. <laughs> <laughs> I only did good lines in Raksam anyway. It's like <laughs> we <laughs> like the level of cleaning with my friends is very high. Like we did not clean any yeah. shitty line. So yeah. I really have favourites so in all of this. It's nearly all five and stars your, climbing.
0: Your proudest, uh, ascent there is the first mm. try?
1: The proudest, yeah, that was the, yeah, first try, it was so quickly then finally, the proudest ascent was maybe voice of Raksham, a high ball I did in the, in the valley because it's really big. And such a, it's a red climbing, like really huge. I don't, but I don't have photos well. or some Indian guy should have a video of that first center, but I don't have it left. <laughs> okay. So Voice okay. of, we'll of Raksha was maybe the proudest climb, but it's there. But like in Chora's kitchen, nearly all lines we put up, like first try is there. Coco Chai is there. Barack Obama is also cool. Like these are seven A's, seven B's. Yeah. Ah, Goldfinger. It's. I think you can be pretty sure that the quality of all the bowlers we cleaned now are really, really good. I I nice. love to clean nearly everything. Everything. Yeah. Um. Uh, one of my favorite places is maybe the Bengali Oil, which maybe is. I really write in my book. I think it's maybe the stickiest folder on. On the world right now. We have in rock in rocklands this huge folder with the sunset, the red, and you no, know, the easy. And uh, how is it yeah. called the I don't know with all the lines on it. But the Bengali wall is, is bigger. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> and uh, on the Bengali wall we have now eight C projects, uh, eight wow. uh, B, eight uh, A, eight uh, B, eight uh, C plus project, seven uh, C. An 8B and another project. It's it's so wow. it's so crazy and it's huge. not far it's so huge. A perfect landing nearly most of the time, like two feet pets, you can do everything. So I love the Bengali wall very much. But I think for not for beginners, but when you start, I would say the sunny side and the paradise sector and the Kailashu sector down there are very beautiful too. To go on the first days. Yeah. I think that that's, I haven't
0: been there, but I think it sounds like good tips <laughs> to learn to move. Do the hike of 200 meters up the sunny side. Yeah. It sounds like it's worth it. Yeah. Bring your camera because it sounds beautiful.
1: <laughs> yeah. The no, sunny side uh, is. That's going to be also the place we're going to more develop the next years, I think, because it's only a little spot, but it's one of my favorite places. Yeah.
0: Amazing. And then uh, just uh, to give context to people, so first try, uh, if you're going to jump after that, try to the other episode of uh, band with the nugget climbing, then he talks about it, but it's a boulder of two moves, right?
1: Yeah, it's only and one move, one move one, one move <laughs> one move? One <laughs> move.
0: And it took him quite a while to do, and it's maybe one of the hardest moves in the world, so... <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, quite an amazing boulder. Yeah, no, it's uh, one of the best lines I, I did in my life, I guess. I'm lucky, finally I did it, luckily. Only one move. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I went to see the second descent. I'm, uh, I'm excited.
1: Well, uh, second, second descent happened. There. Second descent happened. happened. Yes. Vicky Cherry ah, was who? there. Vicky Cherry uh, was uh, with yeah. me. And, uh, then I must say, if you are a little bit bigger, it will help, but, uh, in my size. True. You said that. Yeah. It's a jump. Huh? And Nikki's. uh, but there is also amazing strong, like uh, Nicky is uh, yeah. really in best shape right now. And it was cool to, to spot him and give him my beta. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> he did the second. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Nice.
0: Cool. So uh, we're close to wrapping up, uh, just like few more stuff. Um, for example, uh, uh, rest days or or stuff that
1: are not for climbers. Do you have uh,
0: some uh, suggestions?
1: Depending on what you want to do, like rest days, you can do cold water bathing.
0: <laughs> okay, in the river.
1: In the river, uh, I go hiking. Maybe you visit uh, the villages around like this. Chitkul is not too nice anymore. There you see how tourism in India can go in a not too nice direction. But down in Sangla, you can visit many old temples and old villages in the place. Uh, Raksham is very beautiful to hike. It's it's really not just for climbers. It's really in future, I think, for trekking and mountaineering and just for making easy, beautiful hikes through a crazy, beautiful scenery. Uh. That's actually all you can do. You can make, you can let your, you can let yourself making clothes there. Very beautiful stuff the local people are doing. And, uh, if you love, love fabrics and and those things or blankets, where is my blanket? I don't have skulls and then blankets like the, how they make it there. They make it there. Yeah. And, uh, I let, I like to make some trousers and I have uh, my blankets actually and scarves with, uh, yeah, local handcraft. And this is the way we support. And it's actually very, very beautiful things to make. Wow. I think what I actually do on rest days, mostly rest days are cleaning days. And we noticed it's not a rest day when you clean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, like you should chill by, by som- the river.
1: Yeah, we should chill, but uh, this year was with Manuel, like a really good friend of the village I grew up and he's also so psyched all the time. So rest days are cleaning days, but yeah, (laughs) maybe, maybe chilling sometimes is good. Just chill the whole day. It's really on the tight. Maybe it makes real sense. Chill the whole day in the hotel, chill in the sun, get yourself good food and good drinks uh, and, um, and enjoy. Go for a walk in the village, play with the kids and see like, there are so many, you can walk in the village in Raksham itself or some, there are two or three other villages in the valley, which are really nice to visit. Yeah. Or you just take a bus ride with the local bus to Chitkul. If there's a, another last village that takes you half an hour. The village is not so nice anymore, but the scenery is crazy. Like you see really. Mm-hmm. The highest mountains of the area with six thousand three four hundred meters. So, but that's about. Internet is working now. I should not say that, because I love the place when there was no internet in Bhutan. <laughs> yeah, but for yeah. all those people who need to work or to have to check their stuff, sometimes, it's uh, it's working fully again now. So you could. Theoretically, go there, work, yeah. and climb. Yeah. People are watching mm. YouTube movies. It's pretty normal now. You can stream oh, well. movies. Okay. So then you can do the work So I think.
0: Oh, that's, uh, yeah. that's an interesting, uh, yeah, for the digital nomads.
1: Yeah. That's, uh, I was not happy with that, but uh, it's normal no. development. <laughs> And yeah. it came really quickly, like 10 years back or seven years back, there was no, it did not work yet, but nothing. They did not start with one, two, three, they start with 4G, right? Like from yeah. nothing internet, they start with 4G. And uh, it's That's already crazy. People are connected. The young people in the valley want to have it too. So yeah. it, it lost a little bit the the freedom, but I don't have to turn my phone on. So, so <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> flight mode and that's it yeah. like
0: sorry i'm in india <laughs> i'm sorry
1: <laughs> yeah that's what i do and for yeah. maybe for development I, I would love to say uh there it's cool mm-hmm. to when i'm there please check with me or with the local boys like we don't want people uh developing some places somewhere around, like, or at least we want to know where they want to do the development and that we can clear with the locals, if it's good for the ground, if, uh, if everybody's happy, but, uh, that the Raksham club is, uh, have an overview of what's going on or tell the locals, hey, uh, can I brush this bonus online know, Just, uh, it's good to say, have an open talk, open policy. Uh, then open, the more open the policy, there will be no problems, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I totally
0: agree. Yeah, so really I wanted to ask like more stuff like this, for example, that you have to say about, yeah, uh, people that come. Yeah, similar things to this. You have
1: more? Mm, you no, know, I think this with the guides, we mentioned development. We are working on the on the toilet issue. It's not still a big problem because there are less people, but our, our idea would be to have two or three nature toilets in the place already because then we also solve that problem and uh yeah we can also we should link please uh moon climbing on this link too because ben sponsored yeah. the climbing wall Ben sponsor the wall yeah it's on the way to oh the, man
0: that's amazing that's it gets, amazing
1: <laughs> uh, it got stuck at the customs but i think by now they have it out maybe i go wow but uh, the problem is now that uh, I can say it here, yeah, yeah. But the costume took now a lot of money from us. Ben sponsored us the moon board or to the Ruxom Club, but the Indian customs fucked us a little bit. Uh, oh,
0: they don't hear it anyway.
1: Sorry. So maybe I make Sorry. like no. a... <laughs> Maybe soon I will uh, ask people to, maybe I can, uh, well, people are doing it, like make a donation for... Yeah, I I tried to collect money to get the payment for the customs in India for the free moonboard. <laughs> yeah.
0: oh, wow, yeah, yeah, let's leave. Uh, if you have like a link for that, let's
1: let's do that. I will that send would be it good. to you. Yeah. So that yeah. would that would be for bad weather. Bad weather. Then that would be hopefully the summer. The climbing wall should should be fixed, so that would be bad weather. You can can train, but normally I've never had the feeling yeah. I need to train there. Yeah, (laughs) but that's so awesome that they have a moon board now. Yeah, that's the, it's, I think it's the second moon board in India. One is in Delhi and uh, now we have one in Rakshan.
0: Wow. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Very cool from Ben Moon to support this project because the locals and the Indian climbers are so, they're also very into training now, like same like the European climbing scene, they're very performance driven. So it's cool to have it. Yeah. You will have the (laughs) next super climber in coming from India, from Rakshan. That's actually the dream behind it all. There must be the best climber in the future must come out of Rakshan at one point.
0: (laughs) Definitely.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome.
0: And you you also sent uh, like through what you're doing through the project, a couple of
1: uh, guys to the mountaineering school, no? Ah, yeah, we already have four people from the village, like the permits we collected in the last years, uh, we have been able to send four people from the village to the Indian mountain guiding course and they they finished their course this year. So, so this is a really cool contribution. We climbers help the others, they can make education. And so this brings a nice process and. We also want to sponsor, like if there is enough money, if the, in future is more money on the club bank account, we can also support the project in the village, like if the village wants to make like a new lands for the temple or some street, the climbing club can also support this. So not only the hotel and the homestays and the restaurants are having profits from the climbing tourism, the idea would be like the whole village we say, well, cool, these climbers come and they bring something and we spread, we try to spread out also this money, which comes in the end that everybody can have a little profits, like the school or the kids and yeah. So that's, I think it's a, would be a beautiful way. And I just hope that Adventure Climber comes to Raksham, it's all set up. I should mention there are two sectors you find online. I can send you my friend. Yeah. I I agreed with him that two sectors like the sunny side and the bear forest, we have an online topo. Mm-hmm. It's, it's okay. you, maybe I find it, it's on the Klettern, Klettern the, like the German climbing magazine, they have an online course, yep. there you find two topos already. They will be soon on the Raksha website also okay and, i will link to that as well nice yeah and hopefully by end of the year the, the guidebook is really finished
0: <laughs> nice. we have
1: to grade now 600 bowlers that's a bit tricky <laughs> <laughs> yeah you see well, all the borders we don't have grades <laughs> yeah oh man so we will find a good way <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I guess at the beginning it's tricky, eh? the, They don't see many ascents. Uh, yeah.
1: People, I I still think and the same like Kristi, this grading, it's important to have. It's it's maybe a rough, maybe it totally fits. It will be a rough guideline, but uh, I think by now everybody knows that these grades, it's mostly depending on your body size and your arm span. And, and like in at the very end of the bouldering, it's it's about your body size and. So the grades will be fine. You will know if you try 8 or even harder. And uh, yeah. you can make su- suggestions afterwards.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, what else? Yeah. I'm like, I just want to keep on uh, asking questions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you were saying at the beginning, like. Three weeks is ideal time?
1: Yeah, I think two weeks is too short. If you fly seven hours, it's possible two weeks, like my girlfriend enjoyed it, but in three weeks, you have a really good time when you scratch down the travel time, skip daily at the beginning, like as I said, I think in two days, you make it up there and for the way back, you need only one and a half day. You can kind of traveling the night and day, so you're quicker at the airport, but in three weeks, you will have a really good, uh, climbing time. Yeah. And, uh, many people, maybe, uh, many people are afraid of the food in India. Uh, yeah. up there, you don't have to be afraid, I must say, because everybody says, yeah, I will be sick for a few days. All my friends, which are listening to my few advices, nobody got ever sick with food. You Mm -hmm. just have to take care the first two days when you travel. Uh, I think most thing is really drink uh, mint tea helps. You can prepare yourself to eat a little bit spicy at home already. So it (laughs) also builds up the the stomach. Uh, But the first two days, I think it's important to drink mint tea and uh, just adapt slowly to the food. Maybe traveling up there, take it a little bit easy, more soup. And salad, no salad, soup is good. And then in Laksham, you can go full for the food, but um, most mistake is people arrive in India and they have already a party, they eat heavy food, and that's too much. It's like a bomber. So the first two days, take it a little bit easy with the foods, the first two days, then the body will adapt and maybe skip the alcohol for the first two days. The beer is not good anyway, so <laughs> no. No, no way to drink it. Yeah. So this is what I King saw, Fisher, no? yeah, yeah. people come and, uh, are happy to be there. They eat a lot of food and drink two beers. Then you probably are fucked the next day. You're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> so this is, this is really yeah. to avoid. And if somebody wants to go there, he can also send me a message. Like, or normally the Raksha boys would answer. If you don't get answer or you have questions, you can also drop me a message. Like there were some Australian people. They contacted me on Instagram. They went to Raksham in December, and I tried to. I give some information and I showed them some pictures of folders. Like, yeah, feel free to contact me or first the Raksham boys and then me. We can have amazing. You out. <laughs> so cool, so cool, Bern. Thanks so much for this. Yeah, uh... thank you, and hopefully see you there one day. I these... really hope then we can do some yeah. meditation there too and climbing. yes
0: yeah 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 climbing med, climbing meditation yeah yeah <laughs> same same uh, same same yeah anything else like more stuff you
1: wanna you wanna share and the, we have guidelines on the raksha website there are guidelines mm-hmm. but with the music and so it would be cool if we don't start this in in India but I think when people yes. will see the nature and uh, the surroundings and uh they maybe saw the movie, they, they will not do it only because it's really such an amazing surrounding, it's a gift to be there. Uh, yeah. you probably don't need the, the ghetto blaster in the forest. I hope <laughs> I wanted, I wanted to ask you
0: because you said at the other podcast, um, that you are now starting to think about exploring a new place. Yeah. Do you have this new place or, or oh. do you not want to talk about it? It's okay also if you don't want. To. It's okay. Uh,
1: I have new places I don't I don't want to want the in the Himalayas. I'm already developing new places anyway, okay. because Rakshan I oh. have seen, but I'm very, very motivated for Rakshan still. But I would love to see some other parts of the Himalayas. So I have some more ideas, but if somebody wants to travel through North India and see more, there are some other spots to boulder there too. Like you can even go, you could go Raksham, maybe there's another place near Manali, it's also cool to boulder. Like there are some informations we can give out. There is the Suru festival, but it's always in August. Like you could also go earlier to India. Because Suro festival, this is very north and there is, they're not hit by the monsoon. So there you could boulder even in August, but this is then on 4,000 meter. The whole area is 4,000 and even higher. Then you can travel down from uh, Kashir down to Raksham when you are there end of August, September, there are many combinations and I think also the guys at the like the Raksham website I made, but when you send the email or have a request, this goes directly to the village voice. And uh, if you have questions or want to have other information, they will help you. There's Johnny, he knows he can organize all the taxis, or if you have questions, he can even check the buses for you. Like right now, they are very, very good to set up and try to help uh, as good as they can. And if you need yeah. more informations, write them or ask me. Uh, I try to have as good as possible. Amazing.
0: I will. Um, I will put on the show notes and on my website as well all the links that we talked about. So yeah. I will like chat after and send me like all the stuff that you want. And uh, also I will attach the beautiful video that was. Uh, when was it published? Like... Uh, two years ago, huh? Twenty two. Two years ago, yeah two years yeah i remember yeah. i remember i showed the my wife because she's like so so into climbing and climbing is my life so we all we go to places that climbing is big but there is also other stuff so she was always like yeah let's go to india let's go to india and i'm like yeah i don't know you know where i know humpy and i know there is some climbing up north but like and then one day this video yeah. came out <laughs> and I ran over to her like look look look, look we can go to <laughs> India <laughs> yeah no, this so, is uh,
1: yeah. a very good place for meditation too yeah that's for sure yeah. and if you want to make courses and other stuff that would be another climbing place if you want to do courses with other teachers or things like that like around yeah, Manali. yeah that's also one day one day away it's another boarding place and there's maybe like the hippie, the hippie time in the sixties, seventies, and there's still many there's but the, the, okay. the, the peace and the quietness you find in Raksam for meditation, I think it's uh it's very, very good. And maybe yeah. in future, we have a teacher there, like the guy who teached it to me, the basics 15 years ago, he's still a yoga teacher, a meditation teacher, so maybe he comes oh, well. by or, or we just. Maybe I'm there too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, I feel like we can talk a lot about, maybe we'll do a second episode as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> About. Sure. Uh, I, right talk.
1: now I'm around. Just feel free if you need more information or photos or whatever for the website, I can send you some yeah. stuff over. Or if something is awesome. missing, just come back to me. I'm, I'm in Switzerland. I have time for this awesome thank you
0: so much thank you for being here for doing this it's i think it was amazing and uh really yeah uh i i love that and uh for all this project like regardless to me to, to this <laughs> episode i think it's a beautiful uh project that you're doing and yeah so mm-hmm. thank you yeah
1: i say thank you and yeah maybe see you in Drakshan one day
0: i really hope
1: i really <laughs> hope <laughs> cool all right okay hey, have a great goodbye. evening it was nice to talk with you and uh have a good you time as well namaste <laughs> ciao, ciao. Namaste. ciao.
0: <laughs> welcome back i hope you enjoyed this one i sure did it was uh awesome to hear all about truck Jam from burnt and uh yeah I'm looking for a flight ticket to Delhi as soon as possible. <laughs> please check out the Climbing Destinations podcast on Instagram and the website climbingdestinationspodcast.com every uh, week. The the website is getting updated with uh, the show notes and everything. So please check it out if you want please uh, to help out. You can join the Patreon. And keep an eye on YouTube because soon we are going there. So thanks a lot. And I see you in two weeks. We will be climbing and discovering Jamaica. So see you there. Ciao, ciao.